Welcome back to the Everyman Tales. I am Everyman, and the stories you're going to be listening to are appropriate for all ages and any imagination. They're intended for road trips, day trips, afternoon hikes, nap time, bedtime, and every adventure time in between. Get ready to engage your imagination. Get ready for the Everyman Tales. Today's story is going to take us into the Hidden Valley. It's a beautiful, majestic valley teeming with all kinds of wildlife, animals, and some fun friends that you're going to get the opportunity to meet. This is an introductory story to what I hope becomes a wonderful series. Welcome to the Hidden Valley. Gus had been sleeping for a very long time. He started to wake up as soon as he knew the sun was rising. He began to feel the temperatures warm up, and so he pulled himself up, stretched his arms and legs, and moved around, shook his fur, and crawled out of his burrow. You see, Gus had been asleep for a very long time, not just days or weeks, but for an entire season, and now he could feel the ground warming up around him, and he knew it was time to get up and find something to eat. Gus is a groundhog. He lives in the Hidden Valley just as he and his family have lived here for decades. Every fall, when it starts to turn cold and the frost nips in the air, Gus digs himself a burrow, crawls into it, and takes a nice long winter nap. And when spring arrives like it was beginning to on this day, the ground begins to warm, the sun shines in the sky, and he sees and hears and smells the sprouts of green from the winter trees, bushes, and everything in the hidden valley that has been resting right along with him. Gus crawled out of his hole, and there was still a nip in the air, of course, but he could tell it was getting warmer, or else he wouldn't have woken up. He needed to find something to eat, and he knew that this time of year, the green shoots that were starting to sprout from the dead winter earth Well, they were just delicious and exactly what he was looking for. He shook his fur one more time and headed to where he knew the greens would be the greenest and they would be the freshest, the cave side. He waddled his way down to the top of the waterfall. He knew exactly where the steps were. Badoop, 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 down the rocks, all the way to the bottom of the creek. A cave cliff on one side and a hill on the other, he knew that the roots that were poking through the top of the cave would be delicious this time of year. So he crawled his way through the cave looking for some fresh roots. Gus heard a noise. He stopped. He froze in his little tracks and he turned his head. Not to fear, it was just one of the many families of deer who were also starting to forage in the creek bed. They saw Gus and continued to look for breakfast. All the animals in the Hidden Valley had grown to know each other over the years and knew that they were really of no threat. Gus found himself some nice fresh roots, freshly sprouted, and had himself a delicious breakfast. He went down to the creek bed, which was full at this time of year, and washed his face in his fur, took a nice long drink, and thought about what he wanted to do on this first day of spring. Now, when I say that Gus waddled, it was much less of a waddle than he had crawled into his burrow with (laughs) several months earlier. And Gus realized this. 
When he had crawled into his burrow, he did look like an otter who had spent too much time in the buffet line, but now some of that fat had been used to keep his body in healthy condition while he slept the winter away. And he was quite the svelte-looking groundhog at this point. So he waddled his way, much less of a waddle, much more of a jog, down the creek bed to where the cattle field was. That was where some very nutritious grass was to be eaten. Farmer G down the road always took care of his cattle with the best grass, the best feed, all of the yummy nutrients that those big cattle needed and (laughs) that some little groundhogs needed as well. He crawled down the road, down the creek bed, he got up on the hillside, and he started to munch away at the greens that were intended for cattle but happened to feed a certain groundhog we know as well. Gus decided to make his way through the fence line up the side of the mountain. Up the hill he went just the same way he had gone down to the creek bed below. When he reached the top of the hill, he took a nice long stretch, looked around, and saw all the area that he had to roam. It was a beautiful valley, green rolling hillsides with tree-capped ridgelines. There were the houses of humans, of course, but that wasn't what interested Gus. What interested him were all the different animals that he was wandering around with. He saw turkeys, deer, foxes. There was the occasional coyote, but he tried to avoid them. There was also a family of black and white striped, uh, very aromatic friends that he had made, but he had decided to keep his conversations with them at a distance. And then there were the dogs. Neighborhood dogs would always come to play with Gus, and they scared him because he didn't know what to do. So he would always run to the creekside and hide himself in the caves around the creek. Or he would dash into his burrow until all the neighborhood dogs went away. He was sure they just wanted to play, but that they were so big and fast, they just scared Gus. There were hawks that would fly overhead, and several times Gus is sure he saw one of the white-headed bald eagles he had heard tale of. Gus made his way across the top of the ridge line, through the trees. He also saw some of his not-so-nice acquaintances, the rattlesnakes and the copperheads. He steered clear, and he knew exactly where they would be, trying to get warm in the sun. Gus thought that was not a bad idea. He was kind of chilly himself, but he didn't risk going anywhere near those snake beds or where they would try to warm themselves on the warm rocks. He decided to go in front of the house into the creek bed where it was at its most shallow. Now he knew he had a risk of being seen, but he also knew that right beside the creek is where some luscious, delicious green fern sprouts would be growing. Gus made his way back down the hillside, through the driveway of the house, carefully listening and carefully looking to see if the neighborhood dog would see him. Nothing this morning. So he made his way around the garage, down to the shallow part of the creek bed, and began to munch away. That was when Gus heard a sound that made him jump. It was a cracking sound, and then it sounded almost like an ocean was falling down on top of the creek bed below him. He looked, and he saw a tree, the size of which he had never looked up at before, crashing down into the creek bed. It made the ground shake underneath Gus's paws all the way up. must have been a hundred yards away, and Gus began to shake. He'd never seen a tree fall like that before. 
but he had to go see exactly what had happened. So he dashed, well, as much as a groundhog can dash, he waddle-dashed down to the top of the waterfall where he could look down into the creek bed and he saw a tree as big around as as five bear bodies. Oh, and also he remembered he had to be careful for the bears. They could be friendly sometimes, but sometimes they were not very friendly to the groundhogs. So he also was watching out for the bears in the neighborhood. But the tree that had fallen had come off the cliffs on the right side of the creek bed, crashed across the creek, across the upward part of the hill, and all the way to the top of the other side of the creek bed. Gus had no idea that something so huge could make so much noise and cause so much destruction. Part of the cliffside had fallen down when the tree came down, and then there were all the limbs that looked like they had exploded as soon as they hit the ground. Gus didn't know what to do. Oh, yes, he did. He saw those tree limbs, and he saw the sprouts and buds coming off of them, and he felt his tummy rumble, and he made a dash for those tree limbs. He ate until he had his full of all of the sprouting little leaves and buds that had begun to sprout as soon as the sun had begun shining this spring. Oh, and Gus was a happy groundhog. He looked at the tree and thought to himself, that is a very easy way to get from one side of the creek to the other without having to go down through the water or sometimes find a way across when the water was so high because of snow melt or a heavy rain. Gus now had a permanent bridge across the creek. And as he sat there and watched, he thought to himself, I wonder what other animals are going to use that huge tree trunk as a bridge over the creek. Gus took a stretch. The sun was up in the sky now, and he decided it might be time for a little nap. So Gus made his way back up the creek. He crawled up out of the creek bed, through the yard, and into his burrow. Gus thought, today was a good day in the Hidden Valley. He rolled himself around into a little furry ball, plopped his head down, closed his eyes, and drifted off to a nice, peaceful nap. We're going to hear a whole lot more about the Hidden Valley, have no doubt. Not just from Gus, either, although Gus is a lot of fun, and we're going to hear more from him in stories in the future. Thank you for tuning in to the Everyman Tales so much. I really do appreciate it. Be sure to follow me at the Everyman Tales podcast on my Facebook page, or here on Podbean, or whatever service you're listening to me on. I know that you can find the Everyman Tales on Google Podcasts, Boomplay, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, as well as a variety of other excellent podcast streaming services. Be sure to share my stories and tune in next time where we will engage your imagination here on the Everyman Tales.